some of those church hymns they could be really really good if you just put some effort to it you know like make it more upbeat count your many blessings out see what god has done <laughs> that could be fun dancing like a gnome <laughs> why not it's like it doesn't have to be dreary all the time right get the pointy hats too make it fun <sighs> i'm gonna go right by that and say welcome to shock monkey radio you take the fun out of everything i'm the madman this uh wet bag of sand here is a hill, hill hippie say hello hill hippie what's up sand. wet bag of sand i've been called worse thanks for tuning in and listening intro greetings and instead of uh, uh weekends we're gonna talk about 9-11 because it's a never forget day terrorism terrorism is bad boo boo to terrorism so I figured instead of weekends, we could talk about where we were on 9-11, 17 years ago. You're old enough. Yeah. Where were you on 9-11? Uh, I was just getting home from work. I was working uh, as a supervisor in an input-output data center for a large insurance company. And I just got home from work. As When I walked in the door, they were talking about the first plane. And I remember thinking to myself... What kind of jackass pilot can't see a fucking skyscraper? Yeah. So he must have been drunk behind the wheel. And no more than those words came out of my mouth than the second one flew in and smacked the second tower. And I turned So many and, people saw that. I turned and I looked at my wife and said, this is an attack. Yeah. I don't know how I knew it, but I instantly knew it. It's because uh, when I saw it, it was uh, two, two in one day, this mm-hmm. close together. Mm-hmm. Doubt it. Doubt it's... Inci- uh, accidental, or and that's that's when I really figured that. So, what'd you do after that? Like, how, how'd you feel like the rest of the day? Did you go out and kick some guy wearing a turban in the head or something? No, because no, a lot no. of that happened, you know. Yeah, no, I stayed home, had to watch my daughter for a little while until the babysitter was available. That way, I could get my sleep for the day. Right, she must have been young. Oh yeah, she was baby, really young, baby, baby. Yeah, one years old. Yep, that's qualifies as baby, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Ah, that's what you did. That's what I did. I was actually in the military when it happened. Oh, I bet your day was chocked full of fun. Uh, yeah, it was, because I was supposed to go on terminal leave on that day. I had saved up uh, leave, Mm -hmm. and back. I was supposed to get out on 15 September 2001, but I had a few days of leave, so I was supposed to get out on 11 September Mm -hmm. 2001. And I had the paperwork filled out of my desk. I had been taking trips home uh, over the past several weeks, bringing stuff home so I can move out of the Navy. Mm-hmm. It's been on 97, September 97 to September 2001. I was supposed to go. And uh, I was still going to work that last day. I had to. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was the 11th. And so I... Uh, what we were doing that morning is we were taking our servers down and moving them from one location to another location. These are classified servers. I can't tell you where or what they were. I didn't care. Yeah. And so uh, we, in the middle of that, that's when the first plane hit. And um, when the first plane hit, then we still got like a, a hold fast order. Mm-hmm. All right. And they were going right to the top, see what the, you know, what the orders are. So immediately the military was suspicious that this was an attack. And... Uh, finally, the we got our orders back. It was like, move everything back. And we had gotten to like halfway <laughs> done. So I was like, damn it, you know. If only the terrorists got up earlier, you know. It's, <laughs> why couldn't you take an earlier flight, you know. And I mean, I'm making light of a horrible, horrible day, horrible situation. But, you know, you're not the one who had to lug the servers around, okay. <laughs> Fair Sorry. enough. Uh, yeah, and so... Uh, I eventually, I, I eventually got out, but it wasn't until December because I would, when you go in there on September 11th to drop your terminal leave paperwork, people look at you and they say, did you do this because of the attacks? And that's where their mind goes. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, what, you're scared now? Right. And it's like, no, I've, I swear I've been, I've, I've been packed, you know? There's almost nothing in my barracks room, you know? I've been planning this, you know? They just, 
they they give you that look like and it's like you're a piece of shit because now you don't want to fight. You know, it's like, right. hey man, you had four years to have a war, pussy. Yeah, you had four years to have a war, and it's not like at my command I was going to be the one that was deployed. I was an admiral staff command, all right, second fleet. You know, I was training ships that go on deployment, and most of the ships that we pl- train to go on deployment don't go that way. Ah. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> and even when I got out, I worked as, with a defense contractor afterwards. So I worked, out, uh, worked with this defense contractor for like seven years after I got out and eventually got fired from that job. So I was actually doing more to help based upon my skill set than if I had stayed in. If I had stayed in the Navy, I just would have been like helping uh, officers with their PowerPoint presentations on a different ship. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, I mean, it's... That was my job when I was in. It's not like I was a war fighter. You know, I'm a commu- I was a communications guy. So, but, you know. So, and, you know, ink, ink, and, you know, I just, I've, I've pissed people off when I was in the Navy. I pissed people off when I was at this uh, super secret job. You know, I had a top secret clearance and all that. And, you know, I, I just, so I just want for that little NSA guy that still has to listen to me just to make sure, you know, I'm, I hope I'm making these podcasts interesting. Because if you, if you have to listen to me because you think that I might be a security risk because of the clearances I've had in the past, I'm using air quotes like crazy, and you know the clearances I have in the past, and then he was a little unstable even when he had the security clearance. So uh, it's like, sorry, that you you probably if you're listening from the NSA, you probably know why I call myself the Madman, and you should also know that I'm loyal. All right, I'm not giving up any secrets. All right, sorry that the NSA is wasting money. Or make you what make you listen to my podcast. The fact is, is I, I want everyone who's listening to my podcast to voluntarily be listening to my podcast. Because I mean, if there's one guy out there, and I, I would I would hope that my podcast is uh, relevant to everybody. But if you're made to listen to a podcast, you're going to hate it right off the bat. It's like we need you to listen to this podcast because this guy's a security risk. Yeah, and he said, yeah, you're not going to like that. You're, you're not going to like that podcast. Yeah. I have to listen to. The, Shock Bucky Radio. I hope it's entertaining for you, sir or ma'am. I'm still loyal. Never betray my nation. I take my oath seriously when I enlisted. Uh, I still take it seriously, even though I'm not active duty. I'm not in anymore, and there's nothing you could do to get me back in. <laughs> but I take it seriously, and that's why I want to remember September 11th. Fair enough. So it cost you another four months in the Navy? Yeah, they... um. They did a stop loss, um, like the next day. So anyone who was processing to get out stopped. All right, and um, that's when they started calling. Right after this is when they started calling in all these reservists, mm-hmm. and uh, all these reservists started coming in. And then uh, I think it was like like November. I was still going through medical out processing, and that's a whole other story on its own. Mm. I had to get surgery and stuff like that. Nightmare. That's where they put the, the chip in. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, where was I? Yeah, for like, then like, I think it was like November or late October, they let go of the stop stop loss if you have a very close end of uh, service, end of active service. Mm-hmm. And so, because I was already overdue of my end of active service, I was one of the first people, yeah, you can go. All right. And I was like, freedom! <laughs> I can grow my hair. <laughs> that had to be a pain in the ass. Like, there you were. You were about to get your life back, and all of a sudden, nope, snatched. You still belong to us. I mean, I, I understood the reason why they were doing it, and I had, all I could do was sit there and hope and pray. It was like, I was really, really short. We're talking about four days. Right. You know? I was really, really short. It was like, if anyone deserves to get out, I'm sure it's me and not some guy who's still got like six months or something <laughs> like that. And unfortunately for him, he probably still had to stay in. So. Probably. <laughs> but I, I was lucky enough to get out, um, and I don't think that I would have contributed. But I wasn't really – I wasn't a war fighter. Right. You know, I'm, they don't make uh, mil- war movies about a radioman, <laughs> you know, in the Navy. It's like – you know, no, they make war movies about infantry. Right. And, and I wasn't that, you know. And what was sent over there was basically infantry. Mm-hmm. So – Short of helping, you know, keep the computers up and running of shooting missiles into Iraq and morally and ethically, I don't know if that would be the right thing right. for me to be involved with. <laughs> All right. 
Because seriously, that kind of stuff would could could eat at you. Yeah. If um, you're involved in some sort of thing, you don't necessarily believe this is the right course of action. And there's a lot of military members. I'm sure there were generals and stuff coming to George W. Bush saying, that's not where this guy who did this is. You know, I know I know he pissed off your dad and stuff like that, and you guys pissed each other off, but that's not that's not where the guy who did this is. And so I would have moral objections to that. And just like what we were doing as my super secret job as a contractor, the morality of what we were doing there kind of ate at my senses and kind of helped uh, push my depression to new heights and so forth. And, uh, and that's where I you know, got so depressed, I, they ended up firing me. Mm. Yeah, so I'm not trying to blame all my problems on 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. I was certainly the very constant factor during all of this. I mean, even if September 11th didn't happen, there's still going to be me in the equation, and some of this would have played out anyway. Right. So, so remember 9/11. You know, remember. You know, thank thank and hug your real veterans. I know I technically I'm technically a veteran because I stayed in after four four days after September 11th. What you got there? Okay. Is, is it relevant? Okay. Concerning, not relevant. All right. You want me to take care of it now? Uh. I don't know if you're going to be able to find it, but sure, if you want to. Oh, so it's not out and about. All right. Um, so I can do it afterwards. All so right. So we're doing a podcast here, fellas. I hope you don't mind. There's an invasion that needs to be dealt with. There's a, a loose critter in the house that will need to be dealt with. Let me, all right. Let me see that. <laughs> I want to know what it is. I'm going to read this. There is a small reptile, Godzilla parenthetically, with a question mark, in my room. (laughs) Why don't you hop up on the chair and go, Listen, I handled it in the manliest way. (laughs) No, you did not. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Well, maybe maybe you and I just define manliness differently. Did you catch another turtle? I didn't catch the turtle. Do I need to deal with it right now? the, The turtle was a biter, and I did not touch the turtle because it bites. Turtles bite. Yeah. That's why I don't touch them. Because they bite. <laughs> Is it something the Hill Hippie needs to deal with now? Because I'm just going to go over with all the new swag we got on Teespring. I, I, I'm not I'm not planning on going back to that side of the building <laughs> anytime soon. I'm... What I need to know before I continue, EK, what Look, I need to know is I that have an I, Indiana Jones level do you, fear. Do you feel safe? No, I don't. Well, why don't you let hell go hill, hippie? This thing could crawl up and down my spine or, or while I was sleeping or into my mouth. Well, why don't you let hell, hippie, go grab it and we can bring it in here for an interview. Maybe put it on his shoulder, take a picture. <laughs> what? Is, that, of his, what, of his lower half as he's pissing himself? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not doing that to the guy. I don't do... Slimy things with legs. The reptiles tend to have dry skin, yeah. I'm 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 thinking about amphibians. I'm less concerned about snakes than skinks and lizards and geckos and those things just freaking creep me out. I used to keep those things, man, as pets and breed. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good on you. Not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I want to go on to our new new swag we got on uh, Teespring. Uh, if you go to teespring, T-E-E-Spring.com, to one of three, like slash shock-monkey-radio, um, or teespring.com slash uh, FXBG Public Radio, or FXBG Public Radio 3, you will find where we have <sighs> comments. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll, we have a new, a whole bunch of new t-shirts, wearable stuff, hoodies, sweatshirts, all with the FXBG Public Radio logo on them and the Shock Monkey logo on the back. Uh, we got women's tees. I just I'm I made some because I want I'm curious how many would sell. Apparel, excellent. <laughs> so uh, we also got um, a couple mugs, some uh, FXBG Public Radio, Shock Monkey Radio uh, mugs you can get. And I, I I was really drunk, I guess, when I did all this, and so I may have donated 100 percent of the profits of the mugs to. Uh, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Right on. So, what? I don't know you, if it was the right call, but you, I think I felt you, I felt it at the moment. You're drunk. When I was making this stuff, you're drunk, and you are working on your business. 
and in a drunken moment, you decide to be altruistic, and you feel the need to justify that to your, to whom? Who do you think is going to have an issue with this? Other Barry. Uh, oh, right. Other Barry has issues with that kind of thing. I keep forgetting about Other Barry. You haven't seen him in a while. That's Who the, the problem. Who the fuck is Other Barry? It's a long oh, story. You know. You know. You've, you've, you know. Mm, I don't know if he's met Other Barry. Not yet. But uh, he, he will lay down the law on that one. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. You'll be good to have around when Other Barry shows up. Fair enough. Now you're going to ask him to come to a show. No. I don't, no. Nope. He's just going to show up one day. Nope. <laughs> the show happens too early for him to show up. It's true. That's true. That's very true. Uh, so Other, yeah. Other Barry's like a 2 a.m. kind of guy. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he shows up. Anyway, go to teespring.com. Uh, I'll tell you these, FXBG Public Radio, FXBG Public Radio 3, or Shock Monkey Radio with dashes in between Shock and Monkey and Radio. <laughs> Working on the other berry. <laughs> Working on the other berry burp. Oh, God. Now I'm starting to catch on. <laughs> Hill Hippie's no longer in confu- no, no longer confused. Barry, Barry's last name, damn it. Barry's last name might be Sanchez. I thought I thought you were uh, <laughs> and he working may be on a something. Cousin. I am, but you're distracting. <laughs> I am, I am. Yeah, so go check out our stuff on Teespring. We really appreciate it. And if you get the mugs, remember it helps prevent suicides, and uh, that's something I feel very greatly about. And I think it's I think it's worth part uh, donating at least one of my items to the charity. So. Please subscribe on to our podcast using your podcast app. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Look at the look for the Madman Lowercase. Also with your podcast app. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Please uh, tell your friends if you like our show. You know, tell your friends about us, or else we'll have to tell them about you. Uh oh, we got dirt. <laughs> you have no idea the kind of information I had in the Navy and how easy it is to copy it. That's a joke, NSA guy. That's a joke, NSA guy. Maybe. I will say that a couple of the rants that are in my Ravings of a Madman book that you can get on Amazon.com, search for Scott L. Robbins, the two T's and two B's. Start self-promotion. The, uh, a couple of those rants began were incepted on like a secret server where I, just, I was sitting behind a secret terminal and, hey, they still... They still have Word. They didn't have any games on it, but they had Word. And so that's how the rants began, <laughs> being pissed off in the Navy. <laughs> so go check out my books. Go check out my YouTube. Tell your friends about us. And we got a whole bunch of other shows here on fxbgpublicradio.com. So if we don't float your boat, uh, we'll sink it. Avast. Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, before we get into Hill Hippie's Garden, uh, or whatever you want to name it, or do you think it's too late? <laughs> We've discussed this. It's, it's too late. It's too okay. late. It's uh, stuck. Yeah. Well, I do want to, uh, t- talk about one of you fucking trolls out there listening to a podcast, all right? Um, whichever one of you has a British girlfriend, uh, you need to quit calling me at like two and three in the morning to say, come to Toronto, love, I need you. You need to fucking stop doing that. <laughs> all right? It's not cool. All right, and it certainly isn't funny. But it's hilarious. All right, now I'm want, I want to speak to the real Rebecca. Will the real Rebecca Felgate please stand up? Please stand up. Do me a favor, Rebecca Felgate. Would you post something on Instagram and just, like, quote you, Shaggy? You told me this story, and I feel like we need to clarify for the listeners what's been happening. So for a long time, there has been a, a, a crush on, from the Madman on Rebecca Felgate, a popular YouTube sensation. I've said, yeah, I've, I've we, mentioned it many, many, many times. Many, many times. So blatantly obvious. Recent, recently, at weird hours, a legit feminine voice with a convincing British, British accent, accent has been what we assume is prank calling him pretending to be Rebecca Felgate. It's not funny. Oh, it's um, fucking hilarious. Shut up, asshole. <laughs> hey, you know British people. I do. D- well, did your friends uh, up doing that shit? Uh, no. You better text them and find out. I know better. They're a turtle. They're, wait, what? They, they don't stick their head out. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Um, so I thought, I thought you were messing with me when you first told me this, and then like... 
So there's a general unease that comes with the madman when there's a situation that he can't figure out. There's only one adjective that Rebecca has used to describe me. What is it? <laughs> Creepy? Creepy. <laughs> but funny. So there was two. Uh, okay. I'm just saying, we're pretty convinced that it's not her, but who the fuck is doing this? It's not funny. Yes, it is. It's not funny. It's not Cut fu- it out. It's it not, is. It's not, it's not funny because you're the butt of the joke, but it is kind of funny. Oh, it's hilarious. You guys are jerks. You're supposed and, to be on my side here. Oh, I am on your side. But the the level of dedication they're going to just to drive you nuts. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> Don't you know I'm already crazy? It's like you're trying to make things worse or what? Uh, you know, with that being brought to light, you make up a good point here. Please stop trolling him because he might just come in and snap one day and then there's going to be little pieces of hill hippie all over. And <laughs> nobody wants that. Nobody wants that mess. Who's going to take care of the lizards in, uh, for EK if that happens? I'm not going in there either. I don't want no part of that mess. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. I got bronchitis. <laughs> Nobody got time for a lizard. Seriously, stop. It's not funny. Because at 2 or 3 in the morning when I get that call, I'm kind of in, Rebecca needs me. and I'm kind of, There are a couple times where I halfway get dressed. And then I wake up. And then <laughs> you I wake told up. Me that part yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of the night or something like that. I wake up. I get this phone call. I like, "Come to Toronto, love. I need you." And then it hangs up. And I'm just like, I'm halfway into getting dressed because my instinct is, Rebecca needs me. <laughs> you know. And then all of a sudden, I think, oh, I don't have a passport. Number two, is it really Rebecca? or Is it really just somebody fucking me, fucking with me? You know. Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> Well called, sir. Well called. Anyway, Rebecca, if you can, next time you post something on Instagram, do a shaggy quote like, They even caught me in the shower. (laughs) It wasn't me. This oh my god! Occasionally in the uh, in the Mixler live chat room, I'll get this link that says plus one elsewhere, and that that shows up occasionally. And I just I just wonder who's hiding their who's hiding who they are on Mixler. I don't know. Maybe Rebecca's laughing her ass off right now. Plus one elsewhere. Uh, I probably know. Anyway, knock it off. It's not funny. Hill Hippie's Garden, it's your turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my ball, and I get to play with it now. Wait. Speaking of, you never did tell us. Did the joke happen? Did the what? Did the joke happen? What joke happened? Your mom. No, no, it didn't. Thank Shh. goodness. Don't give her any ideas. Oh, I so want to, though. I so want to. All right. So, instead of pulling up anything geeky or nerdy or fun, I'd like to uh, put a call out for common sense and humanity for those of our listeners on the East Coast that will be facing this hurricane that's coming in. Nothing? What's it? Florence? Is that yeah. the name of it? Yeah. We, we live in FXBG, bro. I know. We're going to be all right. I know this. I said, any of the listeners, we could have people in North Carolina. We could. Literally. Uh, Anywhere down guys, the, the coastal had, plains. Yeah. We had some guys who worked with us that had to leave today in order to get to, uh, get to their homes and be able to take care of their homes down in North Carolina. Wow. So. Yeah, by all means. Yeah. All right. I, I guess I feel safe, but the other people may not. Right, just because the world doesn't revolve around you, dude. Fair enough. <laughs> We're safe. Shut up. Tell other Perry that. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I'm gonna need my smudging stick with other Perry, apparently. <laughs> so, what I'm asking for our listeners to do, who are in the impact zone, is to make a call for humanity. When you may go out and buy your supplies for your preparedness kits or for your food for your family, don't be assholes to each other. The stores are going to be packed enough as it is. Yeah. Anybody who's been on the Walmart on the uh, around the first of the month knows how crazy that motherfucker can get just then. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be like that times ten. Yeah. And people out there just being jerks to each other because I want that loaf of bread. No, I want that loaf of bread. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. Yeah. Just stop I, that shit, man. That's usually more dangerous than the storm itself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, people are already stressed. They don't need your attitude because you think you're the center of the fucking universe. <clears throat> All right. 
<laughs> so, but it is my loaf of bread. You know that. Right? Um, and and <laughs> although this may be a late night, seeing as how we're giving out warnings and security advice, uh, it's already too late to buy generators and yes. things of that nature at Lowe's and Home Depot. I'm telling you this now. It, it, I am. How it, many generators you think they keep in stock? You know, there. I'm telling you, there are none left yeah. at mm-hmm. any of the Lowe's and most of the Home Depots that I have visited in the past week. Uh, there are no generators. Um, there are also most of most of your major survival purchases. People have already bought them. Mm-hmm. So find a friend, find a family. If you if you're missing something, find somebody who's already got it. Group up. I, I, I second Hill Hippie's message. That is a that is very valuable advice. Yeah, be safe. Strength in yeah. numbers. Absolutely. Yeah. Get the whole family down for a brawl at Walmart. And if you're in the evacuation zone, I don't care how important your home is to you. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And carpool if you can. Absolutely. You know, keep the traffic down. That way you can get out. And it takes so long I heard, to evacuate uh, that. I heard like peninsula. I heard like water surge, storm surge is yeah. going to be like thirty miles inland. Yeah, we're yeah. fine. We're fine, but that's insane. Thirty yeah. miles inland. Yeah. Well, we're talking about a category four. Cat four. Yeah. Cat four. Yeah. That's going to hit. I mean, that's Katrina level. I don't, I what, I don't even like yeah. one cat. <laughs> four. Four of them. Four no, of them. No, nope. Yeah, that's no, a clouder. No love for the pussy. That's that's a glaring. That's, that's a, a glaring. <laughs> glaring of cats. <laughs> You know, and put together uh, before you evacuate and get out. Put together yourself a little survival kit. You know, make sure you have ways to communicate. You know, your oh, yeah. cell phones, your chargers. That way, you can communicate with your loved ones that aren't in the storm path and let them know that you are safe. Mm. Take your medical supplies. If you're on medication, make sure you take enough medication for a decent amount of time. You may not be back to your home as quick as you yeah, think you, you are going to be. Yeah. Critical documents. This is something people don't think about. Critical documents, like uh, any information that's going to help you identify that you are who you say you are, because that shit could get destroyed. And if you have no copies of your uh, birth certificate and such yeah, items like that. You don't exist anymore. Exactly. Uh, take some flashlights, some fire starters. Uh, uh, what's another thing? Uh, rain ponchos. Umbrellas right. and high winds don't work out well. You know, make sure you have at least. Uh, well, I'm going to go away from what the uh, the government says, and I'm, they say three days of food. I say take a week, if not two, because you never know how long you're going to be away, or how bored and hungry you'll be. And take your toothbrush. Nobody wants to be smelling y'all stink mouth after three or four days without brushing it. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the one that you know typically. A lot of people will say not to take items like this, but if you've got enough time to get the uh, out now, and they're already issuing the evacuations, take some of the personal items that are precious to you. I mean, don't burden yourself down with treasures, but those items that are just extremely precious, it's like to- uh, some toys for your child. That is something that's going to be really important for you to take with you. That one special photograph that is important, take it with you. My long box of favorite comic books. Yes, exactly. Because if that gets destroyed, other berries coming out for a long fucking time. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're on board with understanding other bear. But, uh, yeah, moving it would be the last thing I'd want to do in that kind of like a hurricane situation. I'd want to put it as high up as possible in the building and hope the building survives. Uh, that's better than taking out your valuable comic books and putting them in the back of a truck or something like that when it's raining and stuff like that real hard. And stuff. Uh, here's the thing, though, dude. Even if you put it high up in the building, storm surge comes in or it floods because the uh, the river banks overflow. You get standing water in there for a day or two. The humidity in that house is going to skyrocket. Mold is going to start growing like you wouldn't believe. The, Hopefully that, before, it, before it gets too bad, I can get there and get it out. You may not be able to is what I'm getting at. <sighs> it's not going to happen here. <laughs> it's not going to happen to me here. Don't scare me about this because <laughs> my comic books are somewhat at risk where they are right now in, if a flood came through. So that's Some, a, that's Something a, to think about, man. It's only because crazy people in your family end up living in a basement. Yeah. That's that's how how life works. So you know, that's where life channeled me. So be smart, be prepared, and be good to each other, be and excellent. you'll make it through this. That's very practical advice, Hill Hippie. 
You looking forward to the some mushrooms that might be growing after the rains? Dude, right now the forecast is showing it's supposed to start raining tomorrow with, you know, like 40 uh, 40 to 50% chance tomorrow. And the rain is going all the way through to next Wednesday, the forecast. The rain that we've already gotten is enough to make some mushrooms come up. Yeah. All this extra rain is just going to destroy what comes up. Oh, I got you. Cool deal. Well, we got a half hour left and I got all these news stories. You want to get into the news worth knowing? Let's do it. All right. All right. Here's my notes. Stalking? Question mark. Rewarded? Question mark. This is a very confusing story for me, and it still is. College student emails 247 Nicoles to find a dream girl after a night out. Yep. Volume down. All right. One Canadian college student wasn't going to let his dream girl slip away after failing to get in contact with her after a night out. Uh, taking matters into his own hands, the Romeo contacted all 247 people with names or variations of Nicole in the University of Calgary's email directory in order to find his crush and set off a viral chain of events in the process. On September 6th, university student Carlos Zatina reportedly met a woman named Nicole at a local bar and helped her and a friend get, a home, get home safely at the end of the evening. Uh, Nicole didn't give Zatina her last name and mistakenly gave him the wrong phone number. Oops. Well, was it mistakenly, though? We'll come back around to that one. Apparently, so taken by her, Zatina sent a mass email to everyone with the name or variation of Nicole in the university's email system in the hopes of tracking her down. His hopeful plea soon hit the inboxes of hundreds of Nicoles, Nicolettes, Nickies, including several professors. The oh. Huffing Huffington Post reports. Uh... Quote, hi, this is a mass email to all Nicoles. If you don't fit the description, then ignore it. And if you, if you are one, if you are the one and just don't want to talk to me, that's okay as well, Satina wrote in the blast email, as per BuzzFeed. Uh, if your name is Nicole and uh, you're from Holland and you think Nietzsche is depressing, then text me. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any of them, dude. It could be. <laughs> You're just looking for the Dutch one that finds Nietzsche depressing. Just the Dutch one, though. Surprised, and Nicole's found the situation hilarious and united on Facebook in a private group called Nicole from last night. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, somebody responded only to the Nicole's in the group and said, should we tell him that we're all, that we're his Nicole, all 250 of us? That's just wrong. But hilarious. Uh, recalled master students Nicole McMillan. And then it just blew up from there. I am Spartacus. This is an I am Spartacus moment for the girls. <laughs> uh, a photo of their meetup the following day has since gone viral on Twitter, sparking nearly 2,000 likes and over 550 comments on a closely followed thread. Uh, quote, this seems to be an opening premise for an awesome sitcom. One commenter <laughs> mused. That's true. I feel like it'd be a miniseries. I don't think yeah, you'd go a full fucking... It ends with their breakup. In the, in, <laughs> in the days since, the quote, original Nicole has surfaced to set the record straight. According to BuzzFeed, some of the Nicoles were worried that the original Nicole intentionally gave Zatina a fake number. But it turns out she's an exchange student had had not memorized her new Canadian number. Uh, she didn't rec- receive Zatina's email, but found the Nicole from last night Facebook group and reported... And reported that she was uh, able to find her admirer through a power, a powerful network of Nicoles. I'm scared of Nicoles now. Never Apparently, they have like this instinct. Never underestimate the power of the Nicoles. And this is what T- Zatina said following this whole thing. We're planning to hang out maybe next week. I really didn't expect expect this to become a big thing. Me too, dude. Because uh, if you were like me, and I did that. I guarantee you that plays out is like quit stalking me. <laughs> Creepy, but funny. <laughs> <laughs> you look so dejected. <laughs> I almost feel bad for that. I am. <laughs> I'm creepy, but funny. Oh, God. You pegged me right from the get go, Rebecca. I got to deal with it. Seriously, though, if if you were an ugly guy and the girl didn't like you, that could have easily gone a different way. Mm-hmm. 
That's my only point when it comes to that article. If you said something wrong or you came off as weird or something like that, because there's other awkward people in the world besides me. So it could have easily gone a very different way. Right. Even to the point of that kid's arrest. Maybe. Possibly. Anyway, I want to cheer myself up with uh, people with HIV and hepatitis. And that's supposed to cheer you up. Yes. You have one warped sense of humor, my friend. One warped sense of schadenfreude. All right. Because if you're dumb enough to go get this facial, you deserve it. All right. Uh, Spa's vampire facial clients are urged to get tested for HIV and hepatitis after infection is reported. Health officials have shut down a New Mexico spa that offers vampire facials after at least one client reported developing an unspecified infection following an undisclosed procedure at the facility. Sounds like HIV to me. Mm. Officials further recommend that clients who sought procedures at VIP Spa located in Albuquerque get tested for bloodborne infections such as HIV and hepatitis B and C. Sounds like they were getting happy endings at that spa. No. Uh, officials at the New Mexico Department of Health health along with representatives of new mexico regulation licensing department and the barbers and cosmetologist board visited the location on friday boy everyone came down they were pissed yeah found uh concerning practices regarding injectable procedure procedures now we're going to talk about what the procedure actually is among those procedures is a vampire facial which extracts platelets from the client's blood and then is injected back into the patient patient's face through micro micro needling Sounds like fun. Sounds like I'd pay for that. Why? He said sarcastically. Celebrities such as Kim Kardashian have sought the procedure meant to rejuvenate the skin. One cosmetic dermatologist previously told Fox News that it's similar to when an orthopedic surgeon regenerates tissue in a patient's damaged joints. While some believe the procedure can be effective, can be effective scientific studies have yet to prove that any long-lasting effects. While doctors deem the procedure itself relatively safe, the risk comes in handling blood. There it is. Mm-hmm. Quote, the risk of infection using blood products is greater than using sterile injectables. New York-based, New York City-based plastic surgeon Michelle Copeland previously told Fox News. She's a doctor. Uh, quote, it's not a closed close syringe, so there is a risk when transferring the product from one tube to another. Wow, that seems like a very faulty system, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. And if you're stupid enough to get this kind of facial, like no one blood's going to be involved, uh, you deserve it because you should have known that risk. Right, and I have a feeling, man, maybe me wrong on this that they're reusing the tools. They're not that's using what, new that's tools how, yeah. every time. That's that's what I mean. It's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean even like tattoo artists, you got to change it. You got to clean your needles. New needle every yeah. time. And so I, I mean, good. I'm glad they shut it down, but I mean. You're dumb. It's like, that's a <laughs> dumb treatment. When you're looking at the buffet of treatment that's going on at a spa, and you're like, take blood out of me and inject it in my face? That's got to be good. But with all the weird shit that's probably on the spa's menu, I mean, I, bet, I guess, I, I guess it kind of blends in. I guess. The rest. Ooh, I, I, pull seaweed through my asshole? That sounds like fun. Anyway, I'm going to move. waste seaweed. I don't know. I just thought it would be funny. Apparently, I was wrong. Uh, I usually don't like getting into op-eds on the show, but uh, EK's been quite a while, so. <laughs> Look, he's glaring at me. He's like, I'm trying to get stuff done. What, what were you getting at, though? Jason Chaffetz, President <laughs> Obama, tries to rewrite history on Benghazi. Okay, so there's only one important thing about this. Yeah. In my opinion. So you know about the story I'm, about, I'm yeah, talking t- about? Yeah, Twitter should not have censored the soldier that clapped back. Clapped back? Yes, the soldier that responded to the ignorant statement made by former President Barack Obama. And what was the statement that former President Barack Obama said? Denying the existence of the incident said, of Benghazi. He said, quote, wild conspiracy theories like those sur- surrounding Benghazi. Right. Who clapped back on on, uh, on there, Twitter? There was a, a soldier that re- that came back and said, yeah, except for, you know, we I was there and we were calling for help that never came. And... And the, and then Twitter, I think Twitter suspended his account. Oh wow! Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, is did I miss the Ben Shapiro show today or what? 
<laughs> I'm honestly, I didn't. I Where'd didn't, you get this? I didn't. Ca- uh, this, I think I read it this morning. Okay. Seriously, I, I, I do want to say one thing about Ben Shapiro. I'd love to hear something. About I ben want Shapiro. to email him, and just just for shits and giggles, say how come you never? I really would like to hear a show on a Saturday. How come you don't do a show on a Saturday? You know he's. I know he's Jewish. <laughs> That's why I think it'd be funny. Because even if Ben Shapiro rips me apart on his show, boom, more subscribers. <laughs> and I'll, he, he and I'll, make my, I'll make myself famous for the guy who asked a stupid question to, to, to Ben Shapiro. He does a show six days a week. That's not enough Shapiro for you? Is that your argument? Or is it, he's Jewish? Well, I was going to say he's Jewish, but you <laughs> took the wind right out of my sails. <laughs> It's, I just I just picture him responding like uh not uh fuck now I can't remember John Goodman's character from the Big Lebowski what the, uh, the, uh Walter 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 Sobchak yeah, stop Walter. being Jewish no, the whole show Shabbos <laughs> exactly the phone's ringing the phone's ringing the phone's ringing <laughs> I knew I know it's an emergency that's why I picked it up dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, the quote of President Obama saying that the conspiracy theories about Benghazi. I mean, wow. I feel like on wow. Thursday on Center of Infinity, we're gonna have to address the address the Benghazi conspiracy. Yeah, because I don't know if I've, <laughs> I I've so. only found facts on it. How how could they find facts when all the emails were deleted? Boom. Boom. Conspiracy theories. All right, fair <laughs> enough. I'm not going to... No, I'm not going to email Ben Shapiro that. What do you think? I'm stupid? I calls him as a season. I got to think of a more clever... <laughs> I got to think of a more clever question to ask Ben Shapiro. All right. Uh, you want to talk about a crackhead? Sure. All right. California woman crashes through a restaurant ceiling after asking to use the bathroom. A woman at a Mexican restaurant in California came crashing through the ceiling tiles after asking the staff to use the bathroom. How high did she get? I don't. She was super high. (laughs) She was super high. You got you got to watch. Go look for this video because it's hilarious. If you know anything about falling and people who fall, it's hilarious. It looks like she was already asleep before the fall happened. (laughs) (laughs) Completely limp, huh? Yeah. Well, just like didn't do nothing, just like dropped out of the ceiling, like you know, just like, like a fixture. Just, <laughs> you know, just the wires, the wires just gave. <laughs> okay, uh, the unidentified woman was caught on camera falling from the ceiling of Sar- Sarbro- Sarbroso Mexican Grill in Garden Grove on Sunday. The shocking footage, I don't know, hilarious footage was captured by YouTube user Japanji. Who called the woman a crackhead, which I thought was funny because she probably cracked her head when she fell. Uh, according to police, <laughs> the woman appeared to be homeless and on drugs. No kidding! Though they did not confirm what kind of substance suspected to be on. Meth, maybe? Uh, Bath salts, maybe? No, nah, it sounds like heroin. Yeah, yeah. if it was heroin, that would make more sense about how she just... How she, she was, was already asleep. Before she yeah. hit the ground. Yeah. The restaurant staff, staff said the woman asked to use the bathroom and the employee allowed her. Probably would shoot up in there. Restaurant confirmed to Fox News. The woman was in the bathroom for a long time, causing a line to form before she uh, it was eventually heard crawling at the ceiling. So she entered the ceiling through the bathroom. <laughs> in a statement to Fox News, the restaurant said they had never seen the woman before. Uh, a woman fell through the ceiling tiles that was, was not a patron of our establishment, so she didn't order anything. Uh, <laughs> we do know her identity as my staff and I had never seen or surfed. What? We did not know her identity because we never served her before. Middle-aged Caucasian woman. Uh, patrons were seen moving out of the way, but it was because they heard her like crawling around in there. Um, <laughs> in a longer version of the video, which shows her like being picked up by the officers, yelling, "Don't hurt me!" Uh, she did not know this. She told the officers that she did not know how she got into the ceiling, but restaurant staff said she crawled in through a false panel in the bathroom. The restaurant told Fox. News: The woman must be very athletic to have gotten in the ceiling, so we're veering away from heroin now. 
Getting into the more uh, math PCP realm, maybe? Right. Okay. <laughs> We're going to figure out what she took. <laughs> uh, we could also infer that she must be a, because she climbed up, up, climbed up a urinal in our unisex bathroom and hopped into the crawl space about 15 feet high. It's kind of impressive. And this is a drop ceiling? Yeah, it was a drop ceiling. Oh, my God. Yeah. I put those things in. I, there's nothing to crawl no. around on up there. Uh, you're lucky you're on that heroin. You don't have much weight. I mean, she almost would have to know where to put her weight in order not to make the the t- uh, the tees fall apart. Oh yeah, it totally would fall apart. I just nothing is ever. I've never been in a restaurant and some crazy shit happens like that. You know. I'm sorry. You've had enjoyable dining experiences. <laughs> Way to ruin it. I'm just saying it's like just something really interesting like that to happen. That would be You just want some freaky shit to go on. I'm dying for it, man. I'm dying for something crazy to happen, like a Godzilla monster or an alien battle fleet like pulls into orbit and like demands us it's like, oh God, life just got so much more interesting. It was like, what are the podcasts gonna be like now? You know, it's so I mean, it's Day 47 of the Drac- Draconian uh, Battle Fleet. It's like, we know where to listen to our podcast. Uh, Hill Hippie got vaporized yesterday. Shout outs <laughs> to Flemsmarth7, uh, our patron for the week. This episode is sponsored by uh, him. Um, oh, we weren't supposed to say his name. <laughs> now, now EK's going to be vaporized. Done. That's That's the future of podcasting, folks. <laughs> but... If you order now, we do have a couple of cans of Draconian spray that'll help keep them away. <laughs> Only ninety nine ninety five. It comes in one of our mugs yes. that you can get from Teespring. <laughs> in order to verify, you have to send us a picture of you holding this mug, and then we'll send you the can of Draconian uh, repellent spray. So we can all be safe. And by the way, the picture on the can, the Draconian, uh, the artist, in order to make it uh, covert, made the Draconians look like bears. Totally makes sense. <laughs> I'm doing yeah, it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm glad I was reading something while you guys were talking about whatever that was. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to this very cumbersome headline. Um, let's say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 words in this headline. North Carolina woman says dog died protecting family from bear that broke into home. I can do it in three. That's the entire story. That's not the headline. That's, That's the whole the entire, story. Yeah. I can do it in three words. Make it a better headline. Dog fights bear? Bear eats pickles. Oh, is the dog's name Pickles? The dog's name is Pickles. Oh. Black Mountain, North Carolina. A woman says her dog had died after warding off a bear that broke into her family's home in North Carolina. Was he Dill? Oh, Dill? Oh, now I See, and I'm the bad guy for bringing, taking us down this road. WRAL reported Saturday, uh, Saturday that the incident occurred in Black Mountain, a town outside Asheville in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Uh, Tiffany Merrill uh, said she thought she was going to die when a bear broke in. She yelled to her children and shut the doors. Her dog, Pickles, quickly appeared. Merrill said the five-pound dog, oh, he was, oh, that's why his name is Pickles. It started barking and got the bear's attention, got the bear outside and saved her life and her kids and her kids' lives. Uh, Merrill said she couldn't save her dog's life. And it's like, yeah, five-pound dog versus, yeah. An 800-pound bear. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Pickles. Uh, <laughs> what it was is Pickles wasn't trying to fight the dog. It, Pickles was sacrificing themselves. Like, that's right. I ain't got a chance in hell. <laughs> I think, and I I believe Pickles knew it. And that's why I love dog dogs and doggies. But my headline's a little bit more tight and terse, even if it is a little <laughs> cold and callous. Any bad taste? Dog eats, uh, bear eats pickles. <laughs> it's misleading, too, because you're like, oh, I'm getting a, a fluff piece about yeah, a bear eating it's pickles. Like, no, it's like, oh, it's about oh. the, yeah, it's about the family dog saving the lives of a family and, getting, and dying in the process. I'm just, I'm sorry. I just, I have this, uh, I was, it was trained into me in my writing days, early writing days is like, you need to tighten it up. Everything needs to be tighter. And so when I see a headline that's 14 words long, it's like, how can I condense this? And it's just like second nature to me. And after reading the article, I said, I would have named this Barry Eats Pickles. Because I think that's better clickbait. All right. Agreed. 
even if it is cold. But then again, you know, Fox News doesn't ask me to write for them, and neither is the Daily Wire. Because they, they keep, tell us again about this other berry. How does that work? What does this bear, <laughs> what does this bear have in common with Ben Shapiro? They both eat kosher. It makes you wonder if it, the dog was like a Vlasic and it had a nice snap. I like it. How many more pickle jokes can we make? Oh, we need my daughter for this. <laughs> <laughs> Poor pickles. I know we're making fun pickles but you're a good dog good dog stay in heaven Aww. i'm sorry i got a soft side you want to talk about the biggest nugget you've ever seen dude stop following me to the bathroom please <laughs> biggest golden nugget in history weighing on 198 pounds is worth 2.6 million dollars is found in australia my my comment on this article is noteworthy. Noteworthy. Yeah. A mine in Australia produced what the owner believes are the two biggest gold specimens in recorded history. Uh, uh, I already told you, 198 pounds contain about 143 pounds of gold worth about $2.6 million. The second biggest piece weighed 132 pounds and valued at $1.95 million. Fucking rocks, huh? Early estimates from R- RNC Minerals have the have put the total take of coarse gold from the cut at more than 562 pounds worth more 10.4 million dollars. Damn. Is that Australian dollars? <laughs> I'm assuming. One would think. Yeah. Airleg driller Henry Dole has been credited with uncovering the astonishing find. It would be a dole. <laughs> 45-year-old beta beta hunt gold near mine near Combalda. He's been in the profession for 16 years. Never seen anything like it. Quote, I've seen it in the veins. No, he's Australian. I've seen it in the veins. And the face has nothing like this. This is just everywhere. How do you lift that stuff out? Do they have like, uh, I guess it depends on where the mine is. Right. Typically they have uh, carts. carts. Yeah. So I guess you wouldn't need to break it up. And how you know how many people does he have working for him? Because I feel like getting a hundred and ninety some pound nugget. But if you found and into a the cart, be more than a one man <laughs> process unless this guy's fucking jacked. But imagine if you're sitting there, you're trying to carve it out of the mine, and you're just like, wait, 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 I want to get like the biggest piece of it I can get. You know, right. like that kid who wants to pick the scab whole. You know, I want to keep the scab all together, you know, like it's some sort of accomplishment. Right. Instead, the scab is a gold vein in a mine. He's like, yeah. I want to get the biggest piece possible. Yeah, let's not make it easy for me to carry out. Let's get this god-awful fucking humongous thing. It's ridiculously sized. But you know what? He got his 15 minutes. Well, because I'm sure because the night before, he probably, he probably saw this vein, and he was like sitting in bed. Looking at his phone, it's like, what's the biggest nugget ever found? Yeah. <laughs> he finds, he's like, oh, I could beat that with this thing. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I could beat that. Yeah. yeah, had a scale with him, so he not, uh, cuts the first one out and it's like, weighs it because he thinks that's going to be about right. And he's like, weighs it. Ah, shit. <laughs> Have to do it again. <laughs> the games you play in between two and $10 million, I guess. Right? <laughs> that makes you wonder if, you know, if, again, if he did have some people that worked for him, if they, hey, you can have tomorrow off. <laughs> you ain't stealing my gold. Yeah, that's the trick with it. That's the trick. Nothing more dangerous in the world than large sums of money. Yep. Because everyone wants it. Alrighty, um, idiocracy time. Well, I think uh, Trump. <laughs> brought us into this age because Oscar De La Hoya says he's very seriously considering a presidential run. I'm going to beat him. <laughs> Why not? It's been a while since we had a Lincoln. Uh, former boxing champion Oscar De La Hoya said Monday that he's considering adding another title to his collection, Leader of the Free World. All right. All right, here's a quote from him. I'm actually very, very serious, and I strongly feel that if Kanye West can do it and announce and maybe tease the world that maybe one day he'll want to run for president, why not me? The fighter turned promoter said in a video released by TMZ, "You'd win, Oscar. You'd win over Kanye any day of the week." He'd have to give up his dual citizenship. 
He's yeah. got a, uh, uh, where's it? He's Mexican. Um, oh, uh, right, right, right. I don't know. Yeah, he, is, he is an American citizen. Oh, he, yeah, but, but he was, has dual citizenship. I don't know why I was thinking Belize. So he was born here, but he got citizenship in Mexico as well. Was he naturalized? Did your Google search bring you that? Look, here's the point. <laughs> yes, of course I Google searched this because my concern, it wasn't, ha- it had nothing to do about with his, his nationality. You're concerned about his status. My concern is, is he 35 yet? Yes. Oscar De La Hoya is way over 35. Yeah. He's 45. I didn't know. Holtz Ben Shapiro. He looks so young. I don't know how, I don't know how, but he looks super young too. He's probably 30, 29 maybe. Yeah, he might, Ben Shapiro might not be old enough. You're going into the lines of uh, man crush here with this Ben Shapiro thing. Uh, He's 34. I I only ask because people have been asking like Ben Shapiro to run and I don't, I don't think I ever once heard him say, I'm not old enough. He doesn't (laughs) look 34. That's what I mean. Oscar De La Hoya is 34? No, Ben Shapiro is 34. Oh. Oscar De La Hoya is 45. Now, what does okay. looks got to do with it? You don't look like you'd be afraid of lizards, but you are. I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. I got to go see that, and the show's over. <laughs> In four minutes, I get to see the lizard that scared her. EK. So the bo- I think the most important the thing... Because that, that, what you just said is something completely different. Uh, lizard, yeah. I think the most important thing about De La Hoya is that uh, he had 39 wins and six losses. And of those 39 wins, 30 of them, knockouts. Here's what I'm saying. Do we really want a president that's been repeatedly punched in the head? I, I don't think he's been punched in the head that much. He's just, he only had six losses. He's still, he's still pretty, you know. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, he only has six losses. Yeah. He punched more heads than he's taken head punches. And I'm saying, if anyone's... He's still a boxer, if anyone dude, is, taking shots. If yeah. anyone <laughs> is going to take his shirt off and get in the ring with Putin... It's De La Hoya. I would want to see that at a press conference. I don't want to see a shirt off or nothing. Just, just two there. of them nose to nose fucking not saying anything. <laughs> well, they're at a press conference and they're just sitting there talking to each other. That just Oscar just, wah! Just clocks. <laughs> just steals one off of Putin, you know? And all of America is like, oh, damn! No, he didn't! <laughs> what a mess that would create. Right. But. I'm sorry. I... Uh, the guy I used to train with by Jim, he he liked to not pull his punches, so I I get trigger happy. <laughs> but he makes a habit of it. And, pre- and President De La Hoya, you know, he's like he meets Kim Jong Un, ill. What's his name? Un. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, America's at war with forty-eight fucking countries yeah, at once. Justin Trudeau is like, "What you say?" Well, the, on, the only way, the only way we're going to engage in your war is if your president is willing to step in the ring with ours. Dude, that's how you get in. That's, that's the leader of our people. Everyone, I mean, in fact, uh, in old thousands of years ago, that's how fights were. We're going to disband all the militaries and it's all that's about how fights world leaders fight a lot of time. Two armies would meet on a field and they say, send out your best guy. Well, I'll send out my best guy. Uh, they do that shit in Game of Thrones. New animated yeah, series. That's based on real stuff. New animated series. World Leader Fight Club. <laughs> Dan Harmon, get on this. That's why you can find so many pictures of Vladimir Putin with his shirt off. He's, he's still ruling the ring. He, you he know? wants it. He yeah. wants the World Leader Fight Club. He's been training for this his entire life. He's been ready. <laughs> we decide once and for all who's the baddest. You punch, if you punch me and I fall down, you win. If I punch you, you'll die. I take your country. Dude, 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 dude. Here's one problem here. It already exists. But you don't talk about Fight Club. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's like a... World Leader Fight Club does exist. That explains why the queen had a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> Who would fight the queen? <laughs> Dude, she I don't... looks like she could be Poop. ruthless. <laughs> Look, when the queen says put up your dukes, you fucking put up your dukes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's the mother of their country. We, we don't have dukes. We have Viscounts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, love, I love where the end of this show yeah, went. Yeah, it really kind of ended on a good note. I really <laughs> like it. Went well, right. went well. So, like I said, I uh, shameless self-promoted me earlier in the show, so I don't need to go over it again. But look for us. Subscribe to us. Uh, tell your friends about us, because, uh, I don't know. Download us. Put up your dukes. Yeah. Download, download us. Put us in your pocket. Take us with you wherever you go. Yeah. We like to travel. Exactly. 
So here it is at 7 o'clock. This is the end of Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and I love you. I'm the Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. Bye. <laughs>